Yes, good that you're listening to episode 29 of the Assassin's Creed Valhalla podcast, the Assassin's Cast that we do here every week on Thursday live on Twitch or every Saturday for your favorite podcast service, Spotify, Apple Podcast and uh, SoundCloud. There is likely one that I'm missing, but I don't really care about those, Jordan. Hey, thanks for joining us always. Hey, how's it going? How are you doing, everybody? How has your week been, Jor? I gotta say, actually, today I uh, I feel like kind of it feels like I've been building up to this point, and now I'm kind of tired, mm-hmm. f- thanks to the uh, the constant playing and making content about Valhalla. But it has been fun, like actually, yeah, because uh, because it has been a while since like Odyssey. It is just super fun to be able to have like as a screen content to make every day. Yeah. So that's kind of exciting. And for definitely. you? I definitely hit that. I hit that wall because, like, I got that, like, early review access. I've dumped over 100 hours into the game so quick back-to-back week. So this past week, I reeled it back a little bit, uh, trying to slow down and, and enjoy, try to focus on uh, a few other things. But, yeah, I've been uh, definitely feeling you on that one as well. Yeah. And and that that's why why I'm kind of happy because I totally get why you would like go crazy on, on the game like that to, to get a good idea of what what it all has to offer and it's especially for like builds mm-hmm. that I'm still looking forward to. Uh, Jordan, here's your first build. <laughs> Refreshing your page I, every I, day. I've got a I've got a, a premiere sequence set up. I'm just you know it I. If for those of you who weren't here for last episode, I, I had a slow burn last episode where I was at first very positive stuff. And then I started getting into more negative stuff about the game. And uh, so I, I felt like I needed to, to, to <laughs> pause a little bit because I started editing again this past week and uh, I, I started getting more frustrated. And I'm like, all right, uh-huh. I need to, I need to calm down take a breather go back and just do it <laughs> yeah yeah i think uh, yeah i think that's that that's the that's a good thing and also like maybe if things are not how you want them right now in terms of uh yeah. the, the the builds and stuff like that there i mean it's still cool to to like have a cool combination yeah. and play around with that i think exactly it, it, and i'm aware of that so the, it, it's definitely coming i sound like george r, r. martin now it, uh, the winds of winter is coming it's coming guys don't we, worry you can put it. me in prison if the book isn't out before x date <laughs> yeah you can put me in prison before our my first build video comes out before christmas <laughs> okay okay we're gonna hold you to that i mean christmas is creeping up we're already in in freaking december here uh, I, I want to thank uh, Gypsy Boy for uh, subbing because we're, of course, live on Twitch as well. No, but before we continue, what I want to say is, like, how I've been playing the game is actually, I think, also a bit how the developers intended, where I, like, uh, work during day and then during night I, like, start and finish one story arc and then I kind of move on. And it's, like, the perfect two to three hour, sometimes it's a little longer, sometimes a little smaller, sort of chunk of gameplay uh, and it's I really get that sort of TV show, um, like w- what they said before launch, where yeah you meet these characters and sure you will f- maybe see them later on, but the focus is really on them during that story arc, and the quality mm-hmm. between the story arcs is really like it's really from in my opinion bad to really awesome, and I want to like talk a little bit about that about the overall impressions, like you already said you. Um, yeah, you already finished, of course, the game a, a while back. But, like, kind of how the structure of this game is. I think it's uh, pretty interesting mm-hmm. and not... And they made some choices not for the best. And, and it kind of, I think, might have an impact on long-term Assassin's Creed uh, sort of success. Because, as I said before, this is the most popular Assassin's Creed game. But if the people who bought this game were not, never close to finishing it would they then buy the other one right uh i'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious about that but yeah uh let's do the intro first we're gonna talk about predictions some older predictions we're gonna see who's right and who's wrong i saw ben already asked about that we want to kind of roll it out instead of like doing maybe one massive big episode 
with our predictions. Um, let, let's grab a few and, and see who got it right. And then we can kind of build up the points. So the podcast, as I already yeah. said, goes live every Saturday on your favorite podcast service. You can also download it on SoundCloud. And uh, this was the last week was the be- the most downloaded or like the most listened to episodes in a week. So that's really cool. Thank- wow. Thanks for the support. Yeah, that's really awesome. That's cool. Uh, thanks, guys. If you want uh, to go the extra mile and support the show financially, then you can subscribe on Twitch, as some people are already doing. That That's really appreciated. Of course, if you have that Prime sub for the Amazon Prime pack from Valhalla, then you also have a free sub. So you can give it to us if you want. Totally up to you, of course. You can also go to my YouTube channel, Raptor, and then hit the Join button next to the Subscribe button. And we're growing there as well, so that's really fun to see. I want to thank... Uh, Buness, um, Philip, Outlaw, uh, Bill, Kieran, Robert, Sale, and uh, James, and Lisi. Damn, we're, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm going. And, and Prime Mix Gabas for uh, actually becoming a Velociraptor member of the channel. Actually, if you are a member like that and link your YouTube to the Discord. Or, uh, yeah, then you get like a special sort of Discord member tier as well. I get a question a lot. How do you get that? And Jordan actually made that. So thanks again uh, to you, Jordan. Hey, we got a... Oh. We're going to like talk about the poll here in a second as well. People are already like kind of voting here on Twitch, um, which is interesting. (laughs) But um, I also want to thank Sirius for becoming a Raptor member. Because if you are a member, you do not only get the Discord sort of uh, member um, role, but you also get access to the video version of the show that we publish right after the Twitch show. If you are a Raptor member for $5 per month, you get early access and otherwise you can watch the video on a Saturday. If you cannot support the show financially, no big deal. It's already awesome that uh, a lot of you listen to it every week and uh, tune in. And uh, Jordan... We got some reviews as well. Mm-hmm. If you like are on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a review there. I think we're almost at a hundred reviews actually, which is kind of cool. So wow. let's see what uh, hundred reviews per- special episode. Just kidding. Um, we have a new review from <laughs> oh god, uh, Chiffa's JCJ. I'm just gonna whenever you guys have these usernames that don't have vowels in them, I'm just gonna spell them out. Yeah, C H F F J C J. from great britain says really good i'm stuck in asgard (laughs) where it doesn't let me complete the mountain quest do you know what is going on um wow jcj (laughs) jcj i don't know what's going on uh i wish i could help you i haven't heard that bug of being stuck in asgard i know there's several there are some um, quest bugs, I think, for like yeah, people. JCJ right now. Uh, he's <laughs> stuck in Asgard, uh, not unable to return, um, lost in on the Bifrost. Um, yeah. So basically, my advice is uh, just keep marking your calendar for patch updates. It sounds sad, but like they, I definitely think that with the disappointing like bug updates lately that hopefully they are prioritizing it now keep in mind too i I will do my little like defense of the developers here for a moment which is like they're all working from home so this is kind of an unprecedented post-launch experience for a lot of them but at the same time like they're these are some pretty game impacting stuff like if he's really stuck in asgard and he can't play the other part of the game that's pretty bad experience but i I think it's not as bad as as uh if you're like stuck at the main story because asgard is kind of a a sub sort of piece of the game but still it sucks of course but uh i mean if he can't like wake up if like that's his his bug is like literally locked into the map of asgard (laughs) yeah that that would suck. yeah (laughs) um I actually, for I, I wanted to like show people uh, the game a little bit as well while you were talking, and then there was like a super loud sound because I forgot to turn off my uh, sound for the game. So um, oh. I'm gonna like go back to it after the after we finish recording and then see how bad it was to uh, 
protect people who are listening. But uh, yeah, I think uh, in short, someone is stuck in Asgard and used the review as a way to ask us what is going on. But uh, yeah, you can like better go to forums and Reddit. Maybe people can help you there. Uh, or we mm -hmm. actually, I think on both our Discord servers have like a help sort of channel, right? Yeah, there's uh, there's some uh, there's a lot of folks who have dealt with like sad, but the community is coming together. So if you go to Jor's Discord or mine, uh, there's definitely people in there who have ran into similar bugs to you who might have found fixes outside of a patch update for you. Yeah, because um, no promises, but just you never never hurts to reach out. Because last week we kind of ended the show with uh, you saying, "Okay, I uh, I wish they would like uh, they would have delayed the game uh, because the state right now, like, it's totally playable, but it kind of ruins it." And I'm right yeah. now going to the Alliance map live here uh, during the podcast, and I'm gonna show you the bug that I have right now. Alliance map live. So I'm going That's to talk to Randvi here. Uh, I that will should be our new podcast name, <laughs> Alliance Map Live. Okay, so I'm going to... So I'm, I'm like almost done with the game. As you know, uh, the, 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 the the channel structure is different. Okay, I'm gonna like skip this. Because I don't want... See, it says that it's already grayed out. That it already pledged to Lincolnshire. Um, which, yeah. is, which is... I mean, it is the case because you... I mean, that's not really a spoiler, but you go back to it. Uh, I will not say why. And of course, keep the spoiler free in the chat. And thanks, Peter, for the sub. So if I go do this now, then I'm mm -hmm. pledging my territory, but now I'm stuck. I can't move. I do have the, 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 the quest, but I just can't move. And the game says that I'm in a cutscene or activity, so I can only pause the game, quit to the title screen, and go to the... Uh, Try rolling, someone says. I'm, I'm like pressing every button possible. You hear it? Yeah. I just can't do anything. Yeah. Raven not available. And I can't fast travel. Yeah, they're, they're honestly, yeah, I would just submit these bugs. And hopefully, like, you know, they, they do just a big old bug release. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so the, like, the patch last week was just not it yeah my bug luckily i've been able to do all the stories maybe it's the difference between the versions of the game like the fact that i i've got like a pc version of the game mm -hmm. um versus like xbox or ps5 but um my main bug is like i can't talk to retta i don't think i've seen a single i haven't been able to even spend a single opal the whole time I've had the game, so yeah, but Red, I must like you. Like... Uh, that 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 might be an issue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you didn't play like... enough Origins. You, you, Red, you Red, weren't there for the Red is broken enough where Sargon shows up on a <laughs> ship with like many gifts on Christmas and gives us all the Helix packs for free. Yeah, that would be for nice. dealing with all the bugs. I mean, Sargon would be a great Santa. I can already see it. Like. <laughs> So people are still saying spam B. I'm doing it now, like without knowing if if something happened. But I'm still stuck for people watching the stream. But either way, the point is that there are these game-breaking issues in the game. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I I really hope that if I just continue with the other story arcs, like I'm really close to to the to the finish line. But at some point, I will have to do this one, and then I really hope that it's either fixed already or that I can just continue then. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, it's gonna be interesting, but li like you said, like, it's of course, um, really the, uh, the state, I, I don't know, I, I people, and, and we saw that here as well in the poll that we just did on Twitch, people are still loving the game, and I, I'm as well, but, uh, mm -hmm. it's just yeah. kind of sad that, uh, you can, we're it's like, yeah, it's like, it's not that it's, a bad game in the sense that like like if it was a bad game and it had these bugs like we probably would have already changed the podcast name like i'm just kidding but like um it, it the fact that 
you see the potential behind the game and then like you're kind of limited from experiencing it makes it just a little bit more frustrating so i hopefully the people who work on this understand that like there's just a lot of people who see all the hard work and just really want to experience it um and so if anything it should be yeah. uh your frustration should probably be taken out on the people the executives who wanted to sell, launch the game this early for yep. financial reasons probably mm-hmm. and uh yeah well turned out to be uh, a good a good bet for them at least in financial terms but let's talk about some things i that um just overall um i now more experienced now that i played more of the story i still think overall that really like doing the side content in this game is more fun than uh some of the story things i'm not sure if mm-hmm. you agree with that um maybe it was also because then i was just really doing everything i wanted at that moment i think this game really way better than the previous games gives you a lot of room to hey do what you want and um like go do raids go to the mythical worlds um, and now I'm really like on this sort of grind to get the story done before Cyberpunk comes out because I know I will be like spending a ton of time in that game as well. And what I then really ma- um, uh, see is what I already kind of talked about is a sort of quality difference between the story arcs in, in the game. And I really think that it wasn't that much of a problem if some story arcs that just do not feel really feel... Um, crucial to the overall main story were optional. I think they could totally have done that. Uh, maybe it would not have made sense at the end of the game that you would still be able to go back to these story arcs. But like some of them just do not impact Eivor or like the overall narrative with what's going on with Sigurd and the Order of Agents. They just do not impact that at all. It's just like a contained story in that region. And um, I'm like, okay, I... I like I like that I'm kind of like exploring different stuff, but why force me to do that to continue with something that I do care about? I do want to know with what is going on with Sigurd, with of course like without spoiling uh, anything or what what the Order of Angels is up to. And now you're just forced to play something else, um, yeah, that that you really don't care about. And that's compared to Odyssey was kind of different because in Odyssey it was totally like your the family story was focused on that arc like you were finding your mother finding your father twists and turns and and, and you're constantly on this path and now there are like too many side steps that felt like unnecessary in my opinion mm-hmm. i mean i get how you feel i would disagree in the sense that like the like yes having it be optional i would have definitely liked a more fleshed out alliance map but if you kind of uh at the same time like if you think about it the whole point of the raven clan arriving there and the first things that ran v and avor set out to do is they want to gather like alliances they want to build a structure around them so um it it makes sense to me that you kind of have to do all of them because like each single story arc is you gathering more characters to d- help you on your progress of inevitably you're 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 this isn't spoilery but like from the very beginning of the game you're trying to essentially conquer England for the glory of the Raven clan and so each story arc represents more but, progress in that conquering but could you like make it so that you as a player could choose if you needed more alliance because for example there's one um uh, story arc where the alliances you made up to that point will show up to help you but you can already mm-hmm. do that while you haven't like collected every alliance so why not do it like that but the problem also is that if every story arc was as strong i would not have uh, I I wouldn't have felt the same way, but I really notice that the regions are made by different studios. Um, like there's one. Um, let me let me. Yeah, I, I already kind of forget about. It. I think the one in Nottinghamshire. It, it, it feels they're they're like the different quality also in terms of presentation, in terms of the animation. Like sometimes you have fe- uh, like a festival, and then everyone is kind of like a sort of really robotic movements while then other story arcs they 
the characters feel way more alive. So it really feels like if you're sometimes playing multiple games made by, by different teams in a way, while it would have been way cooler and that, that felt more like, uh, yeah, it felt more like that in, in Origins, for example, where it is just one vision from one team. Sure, you had Serene that was made like by a different team, but in terms of story, there was really not much there. So, um, mm -hmm. I don't know. It, it feels like sort of sometimes you're playing a, yeah, a weaker version of this game. Like the the mission with like the um, where you uh, go meet uh, Gunner, your the blacksmith. Like that mission really stood mm -hmm. out to me. Where it was like, sure, there are some cool moments here, but it, it really feels like there's just not the same energy or not the same quality here than in the other story arcs. Yeah, I you can definitely tell that some were given certain treatments, but at the same time, like I think that, yeah, there's definitely certain story arcs that didn't have it. I definitely think that they were written very linearly, um, because I think that they were trying their best to reduce the complexity towards the end. Because if you are dealing with all these different characters in different regions, and let's say you break apart the alliance map and you let anyone start any story arc that they want whenever they want um you're gonna have like these gaps in story that you kind of saw a little bit in odyssey so i think like they were trying their best to kind of counteract that by going okay you have to start in this region and and then it kind of trickled into all right now we need to set power levels for each regions and so i think it all like that linear storyline it's just it kind of for me comes back to i think valhalla was story driven first and the gameplay was created to kind of support it and they took different parts of odyssey that they liked to like kind of support that where they're like okay we we have this linear storyline that we want to have the player play they reach different regions as they progress in the game, they're going to get stronger. So let's like level gate or like power level each one of these regions that they eventually visit. Cause if they would have opened up the Alliance map and let you do whatever you wanted, there would have been level scaling. <laughs> there would have been very complex decisions because certain people wouldn't have shown up to help you at certain times. Cause they wouldn't, you would have never have met them yet. Mm -hmm. and dialogue would have been completely different so i think for um yeah the ease of use and like what they were intending to do they kind of just made this linear system which but don't you I agree, like from like, a story perspective but it did kind of impact a few things but don't you agree that because i do i, I don't really have a, an issue with like the 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 structure i d just have an issue with the sort of there's the amount of filler content that is there like I think the game would yeah. have been way better if they just focused on the story arc that really had an impact on Eivor as a character or a, 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 and just not as much on we need to get this alliance and that the uh, game Shire or the... Um, maybe some people know which one I mean. Uh, I think it's the Gloucester Shire uh, arc. If they would have been optional, mm -hmm. like if they were be like, hey, if you want that extra alliance, go get it. But if you want to know what's going on with Sigurd, go do this. That would be the way, mm -hmm. bit like a, a way better sort of solution. Um, because right now, I, I kind of feel it, it, it's interesting where in Odyssey, they, they had this sort of level gating. So you had to like do side content. They were, they were forcing you to do other stuff mm -hmm. before you were way underleveled. And in this game, they're forcing you to do story arcs that, sure, make sense for the world, but, like, they also feel like side missions in a way. The Gloucester Shire mm -hmm. totally feels like a side mission. Why is it forced mm -hmm. on me as a main story mission? And I am just curious if how much this is that we really felt that this was the best way to approach this or how much it is that we want people to have a 100 hour experience because then they think they uh then they can spend play this game for way longer so we can monetize the game for way longer like how much is it a sort of idea that they that they like thought that this was really the way to go um mm -hmm. so so i'm kind of like torn between that and i think the solution really would be to because it, 
like the, the some of the story arcs are so awesome if they really had like a constant flow between them i think that would totally benefit the game and also in the long mm -hmm. run like are people going to buy the nexus creed if they played this game for 50 hours and still did not see the final uh yeah the the the, the end of it um aren't mm -hmm. you then like kind of oh, i still have to play that one i did not finish it so i'm curious I, yeah. i'm really curious to see the on on the playstation you can actually see the trophies i might actually look at that how yeah. many people pl finished a certain part of the game like i'm really curious about that i'm gonna boot, yeah. pull that up on it the I'll, I'll say this quickly and then i'll say one of the my favorite arcs of the game um was so the uh the first thing i'll say is like they they did i think they did have a, a interesting end game opportunity with uh odyssey's conquest system i i was kind of saying that from the start like i just because of like the podcast early and all the information we were getting i was pretty sure that we weren't uh gonna see a repeat of that system but like i i do like the like um darby had mentioned it's gonna be like a flower petal where you always come back to the settlement but I, I just feel like the gameplay, like the settlement's very linear too. Like there's not much beyond the cosmetics that you have to buy. Like there's not, all of our settlements are exactly the same. Like there's nothing motivating me to wanting to grow or adjust or change my settlement at all. So that motivation to come back to the settlement is a little underwhelming, uh, I would say. And so hmm. for me, I would have thought like, because the best part about this game, and I'm going to be honest, is the story and the writing and the characters. And so that would have mm. been great and fantastic. With Well, I guess not the greatest part of the game. I'm saying that like the thing that I definitely enjoyed a lot okay. more so than I thought. Um, but I, I might just stick with it too and just say, yeah, the story it, uh, is because it would have been maybe suited better maybe not with that flower petal stuff and they would have kept a lot of the same odyssey kind of conquest where you, you raid stuff to lower saxon influence and then maybe yeah. saxon influence naturally comes back and you have to go back and raid again and that kind of keeps that late game that kind of itch that everyone wants to scratch to play past 100 hours but the story gets you up to 100 yep and then mm -hmm. at this point, it's like once the story arcs are done and you're above level and you've maxed out like your skill tree, your levels above any possible enemy in the game. And so you kind of like your motivation to go back to your settlement or to go do stuff is kind of it's not there. And mm. you're just left with like, oh, I'm just going to 100 percent the map and then the game's going to be done. I, I think, fine. Yeah, I think uh, what, what like before we kind of move on, one, one thing I want to say, like, I'm fine with because I see people in the chat also like I like long games like me, too. But I think it's better mm. if they give you the option to spend more time in the world instead of forcing you to yeah. play to play certain parts that feel like side content to get to the good stuff because i now heard a lot of things about like the final story arcs that i'm super excited to play um that that is like the the super exciting stuff it just took me way too long to get there um and like yeah i i already am 100 hours into the game like i already finished the mythical worlds did all the raids mm -hmm. almost have a settlement on level six like i already did all the side stuff and um so i already like i so just I think that's a better structure to just give people this main storyline that is like max 30 hours and then if they want to give them like a ton of stuff to do because I'm not like saying the amount of content that we have in Valhalla kind of sucks. No, I, I actually like the amount of stuff there is to do and I can't wait to do a lot of the mysteries that I haven't done yet, but I want the choice to do so. And I think that the game does a very good job of giving you a ton of choice of things to do. But for the main story, they're just, like, too long. Like, uh, they're, they're kind of it, pushing you in one uh, direction. It was incredibly long. Like, I was probably only focusing on the story for, yeah. like, the first week. And I yeah, still, like, I would, we, me and you would chat, and I'd be like, I was still not anywhere close. <laughs> I'm actually impressed that uh, Dennis was able to 
finished the game before me. He must have been just like cranking, man. Oh yeah, for sure. The full, <laughs> the full story. Uh, it, it it takes a while. Like I'm at over a hundred, and maybe ninety percent of all that time was me just doing. Yeah, uh, and yeah, that, that's kind of like, uh, and uh, yeah, the game is just better if you, if you yeah. It, Sure, like there, you get like the sixty dollars well spent for sure. Uh, but uh, I, I just wish there was more choice. I want to talk about some other things uh, as well. They added new weapons, Jordan. I'm not sure if you noticed this. I think I did see that. Yeah. So this is pretty interesting because what we normally see post-launch is that we. Um, oh, by the way, I, I looked at the trophies. So what do you think? Oh, you are going to see it, right? Oh, you can see. Okay. You don't see it. Okay, the East Anglia story arc. How much percent of the people playing on PlayStation 5, I think this is, by the way, have finished that? The East Anglia mm. story arc. I'm not looking. I promise. I'm not cheating. I'm going to guess 40%. 25 right now. And the Kent mm. story arc? Kent. That's like was hundred. I'm trying to remember the relationship to each other. No, I, yeah. I, okay, if it's 25. That I'll say 15. Yeah, it's 10. So wow. like, people are really like, they're either like chucking along or they're like, uh, yeah, they're they're taking their time, which I found was interesting. I'd but, like to see. Yeah. I'd like to see like data of that. Like as time goes on, mm -hmm. and then yeah, like, we can keep checking it. That's gonna be interesting. And then, especially once Cyberpunk comes out, because there's a good chance that like a lot of people who want to finish Valhalla, but Cyberpunk comes out, they're probably not gonna finish it until next year sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's fair. Um, but I think like because both games are similar in a way that they're both open world rpgs they're also like really really different so i think it's going to be a fun game to uh switch between so they added new weapons and uh yeah they are helix store weapons so and i i've been trying to figure out if reda can like sell these weapons already but that doesn't seem to be the case so i don't think they're in the rotation immediately which kind of sucks but it's just interesting how I think how more aggressive they've gotten because in Odyssey I already thought whoa two item packs uh, and the naval pack they added well that's quite a lot over the item packs in in Origins in Origins there were not even item packs at the launch of the game Odyssey already two mm -hmm. Valhalla now three and like. I I was like going to buy everything and I had to spend more than a hundred dollars to get everything, like that's insane. Uh, um, yeah. So and now every week I think we get new stuff and I I'm really going to be like, uh, on one end I'm like okay exciting new weapons. The weapons are just not that exciting though in Valhalla. That's kind of an issue because the spear they added has the same perk. They look cool. Yeah, they look cool. But yeah, you can't. There's no official customization system yet. But the spear in Valhalla uh, has the uh, speed after each hit, which is the same perk as the um, the House Carl's X. So they're now recycling yeah. perks. I don't know. Like, mm -hmm. that that sucks. Um, but I'm, I think because weapons are actually a really great sell for Reda. Um, at the time of this recording, mm -hmm. he's uh, like selling the uh, Draca bow, which is quite nice. So um, I just want that if they are so aggressive with all these weapons that they add them immediately to Reda's shop as well. And right now that doesn't seem to be the case. So I hope that they yeah. change that. Maybe that's like an issue. I think with Odyssey, they, they, it took them quite a long time for them to, to change that. Um, but uh, it's pretty interesting that just every week now they're gonna add new helix store content while in odyssey it was like every other week and or once a month so uh, yeah, yeah in. especially when like it's a little to me it, it's a little bad in bad faith in bad taste to have 
it's going to get to a point where there will be more Helix store oh, gear sure. than there 100%. will be gear in the game. 100%. And so that to me, and I get the whole daily reset, but the daily reset includes cosmetics for your... They have to stop uh, selling tattoos there because the tattoos are six different items. That's insane. Yeah. And, and, and so your chances of seeing a new hammer show up per day is less and less uh yeah, we, we can make the the calculations actually because there are like 300 yeah <laughs> yeah we maybe, you know what? if i can get access to the reddish shop you no know i'll just i'll just go do that one of these well, i mean you uh, you know how like, many days are in a year and like you can like kind of and then you know how many items are at the start of the year and then you can kind of and that yeah. will still not be like relevant because they add new stuff every week um yeah but yeah, they, they did sell a weapon lo uh, yesterday. It was just not a really good weapon. So it, I think that mm -hmm. I, I'm still kind of... On one end, I'm like, I like this system more than the loot boxy system. On the other hand, yeah. you're now... So, like Ubisoft is now a full control of what is going to happen. Because first, you could like... Um, if they added a new item pack, you could immediately get these items by spending your uh, your currency... But now we have to wait until, yeah, the big overlord at Ubisoft thinks, hey, now is a good time. And I'm sure the system is random. Like, I'm not saying someone is pulling the strings. But, uh, yeah, it is uh, it is interesting. I, I really think that this is gonna, like, now it's nice, but the more stuff they add. Because every item pack, they will not only add the item pack and the mount. So we want those items, two weapons, mount, mm -hmm. and uh, the armor set. No, it will also include a naval set. It will also include the settlement set. And it will include six different tattoo pieces that can all independently show up at the shop and take one spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It, it, and for me, again, it goes back to the number of pieces of gear out there. Um, it's just like if there's only two hammers in the default version of the game, and then there's like ten in the Helix store. There are no. Um, yeah, uh, how many hammers? There is it now, oh, but I could yeah, see yeah, yeah. there's only two you can get in the game total, and yeah. so or I think yeah, I think it's only two. Um, Mjolnir included? No, blacksmith yeah. hammer and no, it's blacksmith hammer and another one. Uh, blacksmith there's hammer. Another one. Yeah. Uh, Next? Okay, three. Yeah, three. <laughs> no, wait a sec. Because I think that's I think I'm right star. actually. Because yeah, I it, think it's just two hammers and Molnir. No, 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 no. Warhammer, Warhammer. They have a Warhammer too. So there are two regular hammers in the game right now, and then uh, the yeah. and then Mjolnir. two Helix Oh no, three hammers, including Mjolnir, and then two Mif and two Helix Store hammers. So they're getting close. Mm -hmm. But more flails. Like there are two flails and there are three flails in total? Soldiers flail and spinning dead. That the fact that like we're talking about like there's only three hammers to pick, but like I don't know. That's just like Yeah, you're to right. You're totally like... right. <laughs> you're totally right. I don't know. Um, in, in a game where you're like if you're trying to sell Helix store sets to me, like you don't do it by like evaporating the field of gear you do it by like making the gear so engaging that when you launch a new set you're like oh yeah i really loved playing with those dual hammers or whatever so yeah i'm gonna like give them a perk like with this hammer gets increased damage if your other hand is a hammer too or so like things like that to kind of incentivize people hmm, um, but, that, but that perk is not in the game yet we want the same perks on the same on the weapons <laughs> no i'm kidding but yeah i, I get that would be a, actually a fun perk I, I i really hope that i really hope that we're we're getting into because they did it for like rainbow six and for honor project uh, uh, health i think they called it where they were just like redoing the whole sort of progression and and balance i think that that is totally what this game needs uh, thanks everyone for in the chat for noting how many hammers there are. There are indeed five hammers <laughs> in total in the game. Um, and two of them are Helix Store items. And one of them you get like... 
Uh, let, let's look how many people got Mjolnir right now, because I think uh, that, that's like uh, 1%, maybe. So In uh, order to get spoiler alert, I, I won't be super spoilery, but I see people asking, how do you get Mjolnir? You have to complete the entire Order of Ancients screen. You have to kill everybody on the Order of Ancients screen. Yeah, and kill the Daughters of Lyrian. Yes, and then there's three, uh, there's three boss fights that you get, and... You kind of go. You can also Google this. There's a lot of videos of people showing how to get this as well, and so you've got to essentially complete the entire game. One percent. Uh, go beat three bosses. One percent as a Mjolnir right now. Wow, I'm rare, ultra rare. Yeah, it's a pretty cool hammer. It like shocks people and like stuff. Yeah, it's really stuff. cool. It's I love like I wanted more because that that is really what uh, when they talked about the uh, the weapon system, I really thought of more weapons like that. And sure, I get why these three weapons because you got Gunknir, uh, the Excalibur, and Mjolnir that they are special above all. But I hope that every weapon would at least be on the level that. Uh, these three were like that they're every time you get a new weapon and then if there are two flails if they are both really exciting sure i'm fine with that mm -hmm. um but yeah that, that, that's obviously uh not the case so um yeah interesting stuff uh new weapons every week get that helix store get those credits rolling <laughs> Now, I'm, of course, doing a weekly Helix Credit Pack giveaway. I know the chances are low, but that's why I'm doing, like, weekly. So people who are usually don't uh, bang. But I really think that because they're getting more aggressive, and, like, I'm, maybe I should make this a prediction, but this is not, this is not like, this is just the beginning. They're going to do the battle pass, and they're going to, like, monetize this even more. So uh, strap in, everyone. We're going to be... Uh, and, I think the and I think the battle pass is actually going to be... Uh, like way more valuable if you're like playing a lot, but uh, mm -hmm. and that that's kind of like a a a, moi, uh, a nice uh, like link to the I, I was told that there are like no monthly posts going for the game, so we will not hear hey this week in Valhalla, so we should not or this month in Valhalla, so we should not expect that because they're going more for that seasonal approach, which interesting, mm -hmm. and we also learned that if you don't have the bike outfit right now or the Moonlight X then you will actually be able to um, to get them later on. Ubisoft confirmed that. So if you don't like uh, oh. watch those streams, then uh, they will unlock them. We don't know when, but they will unlock them later. And uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting, I think. We we got reached out by yeah. some people. We can still like do some of them. Can you like quickly? Yeah, let's do one. Um, Magic Nick wrote in and says... His experience in Valhalla has been great, though I'm starting to see flaws and fatigue after 35 hours. Kind of like what we were talking about. We feel you there, Magic Nick. Uh, it really does some great things, but then some annoying things too, like the AI or some sound and music bugs. Uh, he also adds a comment. The amazing outfit you can get in Vinland, but I can't have it in England. I hope they change that. Maybe it's a bug. Um I think it's intended. That you right? that. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. That, that's uh. That's our one of our pr predictions. Mm -hmm. Early spoiler alert. Um. Thanks for writing in, Magic Nick. Yeah. Um. I uh, that actually plays into. I was gonna say my favorite story arc. Uh. For those of you who haven't done Vinland, I won't um, spoil it, but I will give a little context as to why I think it's good in a mechanic about Vinland. So there is a Vinland story arc where you go out to it's America um, and you meet native Americans and things. And, but because you go out there, uh, you don't bring your gear with you. And there is a, a armor set that you have to barter for to like, you don't have anything. You start in Vinland with nothing and you kind of have to work your way up in Vinland as you're playing like the, the real world. Yeah, and so it was it was a it was a refreshing change of pace and it was kind of fun and it was like interesting and kind of quirky and I was like, "Oh wow, cool." And I have to go do all this stuff to kind of get that set and uh yeah, you don't bring it back with you to England at the end. Yes. Uh, which is unfortunate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you already teased yeah. the... Uh, and by the way, if you want to like be part of the show, assassinscast.com, we might do like more of these yeah. next week. Um, 
because mm -hmm. uh, we are always way too we, we, we talk way too much but um, <laughs> let, let's grab some predictions that you did um, right oh yeah we got yeah we gotta we could quickly before yeah. we get into our post launch predictions we'll yeah. bring up a couple predictions for the launch of the game so um, Jor you said that Ubisoft was going to sell Yom's Vikings for our raiding party for Helix credits. At they did launch. not do it yet. Yeah, 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 at launch, I know. Yet doesn't matter. It wasn't at launch. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then one thing I said that we got wrong was that our um, our settlement is going to get burned to the ground at some point. Um, spoiler alert: your settlement does not get burned down <laughs> to the ground <laughs> at some point. Maybe I'm not sure if that's like spoil. If something doesn't happen, is that a spoiler? I don't know. We we. I guess. Well, I guess. Yeah. The, like some people might have been like, uh, sure. One thing you did get right though. Yeah. We'll do this. We'll do one you got wrong, one you got right. You said that uh, there will be more mounts than horses, uh, which is true. There is a wolf and an elk mount more than a horse so yes. technically you got more mount types correct? at launch that was like still like a sort of no 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 uh, but i did not say the wolf i said the wolf was not uh, counted so it still like wasn't a bet because i said because the wolf was already announced before launch or like at the reveal mm -hmm. so I think, like, apart from the horse and the wolf, there would be, like, I a mean, another mount. You did still... have a follow-up sentence that, like, I kind of want to... You said that there will be a bear mount at the launch. No, I did not say that. Said, no, no, you're, no. You're key... It says that... <laughs> no. Copied it, but your main part of the prediction was that there will be more mount types than horses. Yeah, yeah, so, cool. Nice. We're good, we're, an we're... elk, a wolf. Yeah. Uh, one thing Unibear, that I did one day, right. uh, I still uh, think we day. might uh, might might get a bear mount. Uh, it wasn't already one of my post launch predictions. I'm not sure even, but uh, I yeah. stand behind it. Um, uh, one thing that I did get right was that the cultist system returned. Um, uh, essentially, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, it's not called cultist system though. So I, I'm like, <laughs> no, it is is an order system. I don't know. Let, let the chat decide if that counts. <laughs> George is trying to sneak as many points. Although there's a lot that I've gotten wrong, too. I also, I'll just keep going a little bit. I said that there's going to be baits and traps for hunting. Like, good luck on that one, man. I got to say, though, uh, I've been doing the hunting challenges, the hunter deliverals, uh, or like the, uh, mm -hmm. that, that you have to do. It, it's quite fun to yeah. hunt in this game um, yeah. compared to the previous games. And, and actually having. Uh, it's so random though because I thought, okay, maybe I don't have to like hit an animal in like if I have to like get a seal uh, tail, um, that I have mm -hmm. to like hit them on the tail. But that's not. It's random, so it doesn't matter. I think where you hit them, but um, like I I'm enjoying it. Like going to the different parts of England and also Norway and trying to find the animals mm -hmm. and then taking them out. I think it's a it's like a very like very casual sort of hunting system but it's quite fun i, I want to call this segment uh what jordan jordan did right and jordan did wrong because it could be either one of us who were right and who is what wrong. jordan jordan uh, does right what jordan yeah. does wrong that's better man <laughs> i i've got uh I've got one more that I got horribly wrong. I just I'm impatient and I just need to like get this out there. Yeah, okay. I made a prediction that male and female Avor were gonna be twins. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, not twins. Not not twins at all. You were they're still playing twins. Odyssey by the time you thought they're gonna do it again. They they they, they... <laughs> By that point, one we did not know that you could switch, I think. I can't help it. I'm, I'm going to do one last one for you. Okay. Um, is it Jor you, you, Jordan is, does I'm, right I'm or Jordan shock. does wrong? Yeah. Jordan does impressive but technically wrong. You said Valhalla will have a Metacritic score of 79, 
when the game comes out. Do you want to know where it's at now? It's yeah. 80. Ah. Yeah. So if we're doing prices right rules, technically, what you did got you that say? Correct. You said it was going to be the I best Assassin's Creed game. That we would now do a poll on Twitch and that it would be like that. I think I said 75. And then we said prices right rules. So ah, okay. technically, you, you're right. Nice. Nice. But yeah. like it depends on the version because if you actually like go to a PlayStation 5 version, I think it's actually higher. So it's uh, pretty interesting. interesting how that uh, how that shakes out. But yeah, I mean, usually like this game, I didn't expect it to be this buggy. Um, I think that totally helped put the score down because I do think that like looking at the sort of RPG trilogy that is the the best one. Uh, although I wish it looked more at the previous iterations, uh, in a way. Okay, let's do our post-launch predictions right now that we like to do at the end of every episode, yep. where we uh, make predictions for what we think will happen before the first Season Pass DLC releases. So that's the Druids one, and that should launch in early spring. And actually, um, yeah, um, Magnus Brune, and I forget the name of the uh, female Eivor uh, voice actress, they recorded their... Um, like lines, I think a few weeks ago, so they're still like hard at work on the on that content, and I'm curious when it will drop because, to be like one one more kind of sidetrack, Jordan, if they mm-hmm. don't because it's gonna be like sure we have Cyberpunk, so I'm actually hoping that like we're knees deep in Cyberpunk and then come back to Valhalla, like sure we will still be playing the game, I will still be making videos for sure, but I will be playing less than I'm doing now. Li- now I'm only living in this game. Um, that that that's when, when like Cyberpunk kind of wears off, that we come back to Valhalla and they fixed like many things. I really hope that that would be. Um... Yeah, I definitely hope that there is another big bug patch update very soon for a lot. Next of week, people's... next week has to be. I, I hope it's the week after that because Cyberpunk comes out. But that's like for me, for 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 schedule reasons. But I think it will be the week <laughs> after that. But that might already include the December sort of content the first season i'm really curious what that is because sure the game has a ton of content but like we are already um like walking like i'm i don't want to be a 400 power level i'm like sticking to the 369 for obvious reasons but also because i don't want to get more powerful (laughs) yeah i don't want to get more powerful (laughs) Uh, um so i really hope that there's like repeatable content because it's so weird I'm not sure if I said it last week, but that Benoit, like the game director, said, hey, mythical creatures are going to be replayable. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things. I think like we're seeing that they want to do a lot of stuff and just need more time to do those things, uh, which is pretty common for games, yeah. especially games made, made by Ubisoft because they give them a very short turnaround time to make these games. So, um, Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. I, I'm I'm like I'm, curious. I'm Maybe the rating system. Like, I hope the rating system isn't just opal, where you get like two opal for a rate. <laughs> I, I just hope that it is not the same rates. Like, sure, it will be the same rate locations, but we yeah. really need something to because, and and that's kind of the thing. Like, you're I'm like looking for these runes. I'm like trying to look at armor, and I think you're like walking towards this path as well. It doesn't matter at the in the end. Like I'm playing very hard it right now, matter. and I'm even if I'm like in my underwear, it, it, without any gear equipped, I'm doing the mm-hmm. same amount of damage. It feels that way. So why would yeah, I? Well, yeah. Spend all the time. perks are additive now. In Odyssey, most of the perks you had were multiplicative. So when you bumped, when they bumped the levels up to level 99, what it did is it kind of added this little exponential curve where perks kind of became a lot more part of how you dealt damage in the game versus it's the opposite in Valhalla because it's additive and all the rune values are so low the higher your power level gets, the least impactful the runes are and all that. Yeah, kind which of is stuff. insane. So, yeah, and so it's not – it is insane. It's just like it would make more sense if the legendary perks um, carried a little bit more weight. Like they or the were runes in general, right? More, 
Like, yeah. because I'm like, what I thought, because I did the rune duplication glitch, if you want to know, I made a video on it. But, um, and I thought, okay, let's do only, like, uh, the feather runes that decrease your weight. Because then you have, like, mm -hmm. 1.5, and if you, like, put that on any armor, then you, you should have, like, 30, maybe, extra, uh, nope. something like that. And I'm still After at 100. Yeah, I'm, I'm still yeah. at 100 weight. I there's no to reason to use those runes because oh also yeah. the max weight that you have is a hundred and I'm not even sure if uh, yeah so even if your item your uh, the the armor that you wear is above the 100 100 is the max so that is kind of nice but yeah. then when you like put these runes on it you, you just don't you don't go down I had a full armor with only weight runes and I was still at 95 weight like five. I got like a decrease of five, so yeah. Well, okay. All right. Let's That's do the uh yeah yeah yeah. Um, I think, I think you need another like you could do. The <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say mine first. Uh, I think the Finland armor will be available uh in any part of the game that we can like just equip it when we're in England, when we're in mm -hmm. Norway, in the mythical worlds. It will just be a part of our armor set. Also in terms of stats, so if they like add a visual customization system, then it will show up there. No, I'm also saying that we can like actually use the stats in different parts of mm -hmm. the game than Finland. That's my prediction. Nice. Mine no. is... <laughs> I, I'm taking the opposite. But you I did this last Finland week as well. I think you have to come up with some own, with some things of your own. Do you think so? Because I also kind of like the idea of becoming the anti-hero. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you're you're but you're already going you're already going against it because now yeah. if it's like one way or the other like if you because you're not gonna say it will not be available sure but you would already get the point if I or like yeah okay here this is interesting yeah uh all right mine is gonna be the raid rewards for the specific post-launch raid system will only be a small amount of opal yeah okay so the watering rates or something that that's what they called during season one you will have a yeah. there will be like replayable rates that should be way more challenging and you say only opal as a reward i can see that i, I mean probably because like i don't know if you already max your settlement out what do you need supplies for what do you need there will be Maybe new silver. there will be new settlement about buildings at it or like i'm not sure if there will be like actually new buildings i think like unless they're going like crazy and i hope they do so but i think the new settlement building will just be uh a mail that gives you three extra assassination damage or something like for the feast buff yeah. or maybe even runes they might give you some runes on the raids. Did you know about the beggars that give you runes? If you give them five silver. Oh, nice. No. And you can do this repeatedly to get major runes. Oh. And then you have an unlimited <laughs> amount of money. <laughs> it's really weird. Why don't they just sell the runes? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you, you sell the, the runes. You you, the you give five. The most yeah. people in the game. Yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> It's a really nice twist. Um, well, well Jordan, and then you can turn oh. around and sell that rune for like thirty silver. Yeah, eighty-five actually, or no, fifty-eight. So you pay five, you get fifty-eight silver, and you can do this like unlimited amount of times. So let the money nice. come in. Um, Jordan, where can people find you before we end the show? Obviously, follow me on Twitter at it's Jordan Does. You can also join our. Uh, Discord community. You can join Jor's at dis, uh, joraptor.com slash Discord or mine at builds.ac slash Discord. A lot of overlap between the two. But um, you the, have to pledge uh, your alliances. You have to choose, Yeah. Choose. We'll have to do like a, a, a competing Discord competition <laughs> one day. Yeah. Between the, the active users. That's a good one. But yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, next week will be a little different. We will likely be streaming on Tuesday, but that's the weekly reset as well. Because Cyberpunk. So, are you able mm -hmm. to do it on Monday, or do you have like maybe Mondays? Yeah, we could. We'll figure it out. I'll, okay. I'll be. I'll become pretty flexible for it. Nice. I do have to head out though. Here. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, 
So, wait, what is Feast? So, in your settlement, you can ring the bell next to the longhouse and get a buff. I made a video on that, mm -hmm. too. Um, so, thanks, everyone, for watching. Um, the, the, like, I think we, we got a little more sort of a, a, a sort of linear line. Of course, we, we just like to talk about the things that are on our minds. Uh, like to put in some news. But this has been, like, a one an in-between week. I think next week we will get that new item pack the, that was leaked. Uh, did you hear how that was happening, uh, Jordan? Like with uh, John Spiking had an item set on. Pretty funny. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. So people on PC, like, they leaked or they hacked the game. So they got the armor set and then they put it on a jumps Viking that can then appear in any other game. So someone was like, hey, what the fuck is this armor set? And then it was like uh, <laughs> the new one that leaked. So that's really cool. Um, that's funny. So, yeah, so we will get that on Tuesday. And then likely a new patch either next week or the week after that. But we will keep you up to date here. Also, of course, on the channel. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Goodbye. See you guys.